When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Wednesday, October 27th, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes. Hoynes, game one of the World Series was last night. The Houston Astros uh, fell behind early as the Atlanta Braves sort of uh, jumped out. The first time in 117 World Series that there's been a leadoff home run in a game. Uh, Jorge Soler with the leadoff home run puts the uh, – the Braves in front, and they sort of never looked back. Uh, and they got probably, uh, a, you know, devastating news, potentially devastating news, with an injury to Charlie Morton. Uh, he uh, sustained an injury, uh, you know, a broken leg, and then uh, stayed in and pitched. You know, it turns out he, he threw, what, 10 pitches on a broken leg and, and even struck out Jose Altuve, uh, but then was taken out. Uh, X-rays later revealed that, uh, there's a fracture and that his World Series is done. And that sort of puts the Atlanta Braves in a, in a tough position for the rest of the way out. It sure does, Joe. Uh, you know, they've got um, uh, left-hander Max Freed going today or tonight in game two. Ian Anderson is scheduled to go in game three. And, uh, you know, they really, the game four start was a question mark even before, you know, Charlie Morton got hurt. Now, uh, you know, <laughs> It's it's a, it's an even bigger question mark, and I guess uh, you know they did add a uh, um, Kyle Wright, a guy who made like twenty three starts at AAA to the to the World Series roster. You know, you know before the before Game One, and they they can still replace Morton. So we'll have to see what what they do in you know to fill Morton's spot because you know he was a race. He was uh, you know he. He was a guy that, uh, you know, had the playoff experience and pitched against Houston, pitched for and against Houston. Uh, you know, in 2017, he won the, you know, he helped them win the World Series. And last year he pitched for Tampa Bay against Houston in the postseason. Right. And, you know, I got, I kind of got the feeling, even though the Braves won the game and, and looked good doing it and they, they won it in the way that, you know, the Braves have been winning games, you know, with, with their offense and, you know, with their, their bullpen coming out and sort of locking things down. Uh, I just sort of got the sense almost, it almost gave me feelings like the 2016 world series. It's like, uh, you know, the, the, the Braves are feeling good right now and they're out to a lead in the series, but eventually that, that, you know, that hole in the starting pitching 
might catch up with them. And that's what the Indians sort of experienced after they jumped out to a, a three, one lead against the Cubs. Uh, I, you know, I, I've just got this weird sinking feeling about, uh, about the Braves, uh, even though they, you know, they have a one Oh lead in the series. Yeah. You know, it, <clears throat> you can't, you can't lose this. It's a tough time to lose your, you know, a starter in, in the world series. Definitely. Uh, but they have, I think they have an edge going into tonight, Joe, Jose or Petey, uh, you know, Houston starter, you know, has made just one start in the postseason. He got knocked around to six runs in one and two third innings. You know, this is a guy that went eight and three during your regular season. He's 0 and one with a 27.00 ERA for the post. So maybe they can, uh, you know, jump on him and, and take that 2-0 lead back to Atlanta. Well, and, and the Braves aren't the only ones missing uh, an ace starter, uh, Lance McCullers, not on the roster for uh, the Astros uh, in, in this World Series as well. Uh, he, he missed the, the ALCS. So, you know, it, it, it doesn't look great on either side in terms of starting pitching, which, which means the, the offense could come to the forefront, uh, could be a lot of fun. Uh, Jordan Alvarez, how, how does a guy that big have two postseason triples already? That's what I want to know. He, I mean, he's he been hits on the ball fire. a ton. At, he, he is such a what a what a what a good looking hitter he is. Jeez, oh man, he just yeah. everything he hits is a rocket. Yeah. Well, I remember uh, I it was back when they were in Cleveland this past summer. Uh, I had a couple of friends at, at, who were at a game. And they were sitting on those seats in front of the bullpen. So I went out for uh, an inning or two uh, to, to sit with them and just chat with them. And that was when Alvarez hit that home run uh, off of uh, – who did he hit it off of? It might have been might have been Eli Morgan. I'm not sure. He, he hit a ball that went over our heads into the bullpen, and I thought it was still going up when, it, when he hit it. it was, that, that ball had a lot of carry on it. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, Alvarez is hitting 432 for the postseason. But if Houston is going to go anywhere, Joe, they've got to they've got to get Altuve going. He's, right. he's only hitting 178 for the postseason. Three home runs, seven RBIs, but he kind of sets the tone for them. Well, when you're not wearing uh, a, a remote device that lets you know if it's <laughs> going to be a fastball or a changeup, I, I, it makes makes it a lot harder to hit, I think. I don't know. <laughs> it's here. Anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, big news of the day uh, in Cleveland in, uh, in terms of the, uh, I guess, Guardians for now, Indians. Well, we're, we're sort of in between right now, but uh, Cleveland's baseball team is being sued by the, uh, me, the, the men's roller derby team, the, the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, the, the lawsuit announced today, uh, and it, it seems like, there might be a, a question as to whether the, the club can move forward with this name. Yeah, Joe, it's, it's uh, you know, with the, uh, uh, the, the roller derby guardians filed the lawsuit uh, Wednesday, uh, Wednesday today. Um, you know, they, they said they were willing to uh, talk to the Indians, negotiate with the Indians uh, to sell them basically their name because they had the name first, you know, filed the name and, you know, had a protected with copyrights and stuff like that. And, but the, they couldn't reach a deal. I guess uh, either they wanted too much or the Indians weren't willing to pay enough. And uh, so the lawsuit's been filed and, and now we'll see what the next step is. Yeah. I, 
I'm, I'm guessing that uh, the, the baseball team, Cleveland's uh, baseball club, wanted or hoped that they could, you know, end things with negotiation and just and just overwhelm them with an offer and not have to get to the point where a suit was filed. But you know, now we're at that stage. Uh, what do you think this does to the chances that the the team moves forward with the Guardians' name? Do you, do you think that's still going to be the case? Yeah, I think it will, Joe. I think they've made too much of a commitment to it. Uh, you know, this is just me talking, uh, you know, uh, gut feel. I think, uh, you know, I think they would just, uh, you know, just keep moving forward, keep trying to get this thing settled or, uh, you know, settle the lawsuit. But I, I can't see him backing off and changing, changing gears now and starting the whole process over again to, to rename the team a third time. I, yeah. I just don't, I think, you know, this is, this is like, uh, you know, the, like the big, big, big corporation against a little corporation. You just kind of wear them down, don't you think? I, I don't know if that's right. Yeah, in, in, law, in, in, in court. I get the feeling that, you know, it, it, at some point, the, the baseball club will just sort of envelop the, the uh, it, it will just overwhelm the, the roller derby team. I, I can't imagine, you know, it's, it's basically run out of some guy's basement in Parma. I can't, I can't picture that, you know, with all the resources that Cleveland's baseball team has, uh, I can't imagine that it won't turn out that, you know, on opening day in, in March, you're, you're going to see them wearing guardians across their chest for those who were against the name change to begin with those fans who, you know, uh, complained and, and cried and, and, you know, fought against this name change from the beginning. Uh, does this give them any sort of, uh, you know, hope or anything like that? I, should they, should they be encouraged by that? Or, or is this just uh, an inevitable bump in the road on the way to that particular change? You know, I think it's a bump in the road, but, you know, I'm sure people are going to be encouraged about it. I'm sure they're going to, you know, start talking about maybe they'll just go back to the Indians and, you know, keep that name and, and, uh, you know, keep, just keep going as they have since what, uh, 1915 and keep the name, you know, rolling since then. But I think change is here, Joe. I think it's going to change. I th I just think, uh, you know, a settlement will be reached, and and when they open the season on March 31st, they're going to be the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah, we had heard, uh, you know, rumblings and and in conversations with some some front office folk that, uh, you know, around Thanksgiving time, around the end of November, would be when the the full on commitment to the change of over from, you know, referring to themselves as as Guardians. I think one of the one of the, key ways, one of the biggest ways we're going to know is when, you know, the, the name on their Twitter account or the, any of their social media, when, when that sort of changes over from Indians to guardians, I think, you know, that's when we'll know that the team is sort of moving forward that way. Uh, right now they're still tweeting and, and sharing and posting things uh, as, as Cleveland Indians. And uh, like you said, change is coming. It, it, it's, it's here. It's, it's already, you know, happened. They've, They've played their last game as the Indians. Uh, it's now just a matter of, you know, when they're flipping that switch, uh, you know, in the, you know, forward facing things that, you know, the public sees. Uh, but in a lot of places, I, I've already seen other, other media that cover the team and everybody just sort of, you know, 
starting to try and get used to the idea of referring to them as the guardians in, in everything that they're doing every day. You know, I know we have, we have two different indexes on our, our website right now. One goes to, uh, you know, cleveland.com slash tribe, uh, which it always has to, for Indians content. And the other one goes to, to guardians and all the same stories go in the same place. It's just right now we're, we're sort of making that transition. Yeah, and uh, it's it's going to be tricky. I think it's it's so weird. You know, you catch yourself writing Indians, and you ch- you go back and change it to Guardians, and now, you know, this is kind of another uh, kind of a curveball coming out of left field. <clears throat> so, uh, who knows? But you know, I think eventually it gets changed. Uh, maybe they have to push it back now. You know the you know the grand uh, the, the the big announcement where their the official name change. But uh, I, I, I just think uh, it's inevitable now, Joe. Yeah, and again, I, I can't wait to see, you know, T-shirts and, and pennants and stickers and flags and all that kind of stuff start, start showing up in, in stores and in the team shops and, and on fans walking around. I, I was on, what was it? Uh, I was on Bagley Road in Berea last week. And I was behind a car that had a little, it was just a little white, like shadow, like type decal, but it was the new guardians, um, the, the fork ball logo. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I thought to myself, you know, where did you get that? Either that was somebody from the the team or, or or somebody made one with like one of those cricket machines uh, at home for their, for themselves. I, I don't know. Maybe, you know, somebody is a lot more creative than me, but. I'm like, where did you get that sticker? Because you can't buy, you can't buy Guardians <laughs> gear anywhere yet. That's, I, I, believe me, we will be the first to be able to tell you when you, where and when you can buy some of this stuff. But uh, it must have been something that somebody, you know, created at home, uh, uh, and it looked pretty good. I just, I'm driving past this, behind this car, and I took a picture of it because I was like, how, how did they do this? Where is it? Obviously unlicensed, but, uh, and I don't recommend <laughs> going that dire- that direction, but. Man, he'd be the first one to have a Guardians, uh, you know, window decal. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, bootleg uh, Guardians gear. Yeah, coming next. It. And now, and now, imagine if they don't go forward with the change. You know, all the it, it, would would that be like, um, you know, the the boxes of T-shirts for the the World Series losers that you yeah, yeah, you, right. you ship overseas to people who uh, who can't. Uh, or you know, for the the less fortunate who need uh, need clothes, you put them on it. Somebody's Somebody is, is uh, you know, running around with an Indians 2016 World Series championship t-shirt uh, that they, that you know, was given away. Anyways, uh, I, I got all of this talk about name changes and logos and, you know, who's wearing what and, and all that. And throughout all of this, uh, the Atlanta Braves are in the World Series and the Atlanta Braves are continuing to do things like, uh, you know, you, you don't see it too much, but you've got the chop and, and the name and the logo. Uh, Hoinsey, why, are, you know, and some people in Cleveland are, are kind of questioning this, you know, why is Atlanta allowed to keep their name and, and logo and all the things associated with the Braves and the Indians had to change? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. Uh, <clears throat> just uh, doing some research on it. Uh, you know, the, the, when... Uh, the Washington Redskins and the Indians in 2020 talked, you know, said they were, consi- you know, the, the Redskins said they were going to change their name. 
and the Indians said they were, were considering it. You know, the Braves came out and said, we, we you know, we are going to keep our name. We're going to, you know, we're, we, you know, we see no reason to change it. And I think in, in Atlanta, Joe, they have done a, a pretty good job, the Atlanta Braves, the baseball team, in uh, forging good relationships with, uh, you know, the Native American tribes in around their region. And, uh, you know, you know, all, and although it's not, it hasn't been 100% supportive, you know, uh, the biggest nation there, uh, the Cherokee Nation, you know, it's, uh, at least a, a last year, you know, they have come out in support of the uh, name and, and, they, and the chop too. Uh, you know, that, now that's not, you know, across the board, but I think, uh, you know, they, they, have, uh, they haven't, you know, condemned it or said, you know, they, they would rather not see it anymore. So, you know, I think that's one of the reasons uh, the, uh, the, the baseball team feels it's, it's not under pressure to, uh, to, change, to change the name. Right, and you've got uh, over in, in Tallahassee, you've got Florida State with the Seminoles and, and that relationship there. Uh, you know, they continue to, you know, have Native American imagery and, and, and that as well. I, I just, there is a difference between, you know, a, a character Indian sort of broad, uh, you know, name and a specific name related to like the Florida State Seminoles, like it, that to me, there's a difference there. You're 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 being very specific, and as long as you have consent from those people, you're talking about the Seminoles, those that tribe. Uh, that to me is different than a blanket sort of Indians nickname that you know has it's more ambiguous and it's more sided with a, a caricature logo that that really sort of marginalizes the people yeah i think that's that's a good point joe and uh, i guess the chap you know the uh the Braves started doing the chap when uh deon sanders came over and mm -hmm. uh, you know was playing football and baseball with for 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 the you know the atlanta falcons and the and the uh braves in 1991 and uh you know that's that's where it was that's where it started Oh, and Deion Sanders, who went to Florida State, which yeah, he you know, went to Florida. Yeah, and he came, I guess you. Uh, it, it's all connected there. So, all right. Well, uh, wanted to you know move on from that and at least uh, mention a story that appeared in the Athletic uh, this past week. And you know we've been actually uh, talking about contract extension for Jose Ramirez, uh, the possibilities of that. Um, we. You know, we know from talking to Jose that he's very comfortable where he is. Uh, what have you found out about whether or not Jose uh, is has been contacted or, you know, is open to the idea of a contract extension beyond uh, these two option years now, 2022 and 2023, that the club holds for him? Yeah, I talked to his agent uh, yesterday, Jose's agent. He said there's been no discussion <clears throat> about a, an extension, a possible extension, you know, and, and before the, uh, the last game of the season in, in Texas, you know, Jose talked to uh, some reporters to talk to us. And he said, you know, he, he'd love to end his career in Cleveland. You know, he thinks there's still time to, uh, you know, get an extension done. There's, there's no rush. Uh, and, uh, but, you know, he, 
he kind of asked some reporters, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen? But, uh, you know, I think he'd love to stay here. I think he, you know, he's, but he's seen all his, his all his buddies, you know, from that 2016 team, you know, the, all the high profile guys at least leave, uh, you know, so I, you know, I would think, you know, they've got, they've got him for two more years, Joe. And I think, uh, you know, if, if you read the tea leaves and if you read the, uh, the back of the Indians baseball cards and in the way they deal with free agents, you know, that could, you know, if there, it would be fortunate if it, if it, if he's here for two more years. Yeah. I, I think if I'm, if I'm guessing or I'm handicapping, I say he finishes maybe this season with the Indians and in the off season, they look to trade him. I, I doubt he starts the 2023 season. You got to understand with the, with the whole guardians changeover, you want at least a, a, a marketable face and a, you know, a marquee player uh, to sort of lead that charge. And, and Jose right now is their guy. He's a, he's an MVP finalist. He's a, he's a silver slugger. He's, he's everything you want to market in a, in a player. Uh, I, I can't imagine them not opening the season with him uh, at least this year, but you know, beyond that, again, the, the finances of being the Cleveland Indians sort of will, will come into play uh, after the beginning of next season. Yeah, I think definitely they'll pick up his option, Joe. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm not saying a hundred percent, but I think it's, it's close to 90% that they pick up the option for 2022. Uh, I'd, I'd go as high as 98%. Hoinsey, I'd, <laughs> I'd go up into the night. I'd say that's a, that's about as, as, as foregone a conclusion as you could make it. All right. Uh, we are looking forward to tonight, 8 PM, our, uh, member exclusive subtext subscriber exclusive uh zoom conference call uh answering as many of your questions in an hour as we can uh we'll have that uh and the archive from that uh that chat will be up uh, as the podcast on thursday and maybe a special guest on friday as well we'll look forward to uh to checking out uh all of your questions tonight and we'll uh talk to you again next week on the cleveland baseball talk podcast Wednesday. We'll check, uh, we'll check in with you then. All right, Joe.